Hello and welcome to the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm Selectabet and I'm joined once again by the man, the bookies fear, Greg Browning. How's things, Greg? Good evening, yes, I'm good, thank you. All good. Have you recovered from our Christmas night out on Saturday? Um, probably by about Sunday evening, yes. Oh, it was a long, long day on Sunday. <laughs> of course, you were at St Johnson for your hearts on Saturday before joining us for a, a drink and an Italian. Yes, yeah, so it was a good 12-hour stint, a good day out in Edinburgh, as it always is, going to Edinburgh to see us beat Hibs or Harps <laughs> in Glasgow, so yeah, really good. Yeah, can't complain, and we should give a shout out to the boys at Viva in Bothell Street who looked after us, as always, Marco, thank you very much. Yep, indeed. And uh, if anyone fancies Viva, both Greg and I would thoroughly recommend the <laughs> Fusilli Pisani, is it? Pisani it is, yep. Yeah, uh, which you always need to remind me because I always end up ordering the wrong thing, so yeah, it's to die for, get yourself in there and give it a try. Um, but enough of our social lives, we are back this week again to have a look at the weekend's tips. We're recording this on Tuesday evening, which we've been trying to do a lot recently so that we can get the best prices before the best odds disappear. And it might be the case again this week. But before we get started with all that, um, just a quick reminder that you can also now subscribe to the podcast on the Google Podcast app. Just search for Gambler and you should be able to find us there. We're also on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and most other uh, podcasting apps. If we are not on the podcasting app that you generally use, please let us know and we'll try our best to get it on there. As ever, we're always happy for you to drop us an email at hello at gambler.co.uk or to follow us on Twitter, where our handle is at gamblertips. You can also follow Greg on Twitter at browning84greg. And I believe your Twitter following is mushrooming since you started doing the podcast. Yeah, above 3,000 now, so it's kind of grown by about at least 1,000 over the last um, two to three months, so thanks for following, thanks very much. Yeah, you're well on the way to catching Colin McCready. How many followers? <laughs> St. Johnson's most famous Oh, you must right? have at least thirty or 40,000. Ah, right. Well, that, okay, listeners, that's our mission, to get Greg up and above Colin McCready, who is... <laughs> St. Johnson's second most famous fan. I would say second behind Cosy, Stuart Cosgrove, yeah. Second right. second in command. He's in another stratosphere, Cosgrove. Ah, he's, he's, he's away, yeah. He's in the moon. Right. Right. <laughs> right. That's, that's maybe a 2021 target rather than a 2020 I'll target. <laughs> anyway, as always at this point, we can look back on last week's bets. And it was an OK week. Two winners, two losers. Yeah, Aberdeen, get them in the bin. Had enough Aberdeen. Um, they're at home to Hamilton. Beat them 1-0. Cosgrove scored. As we said, he would. I think they scored after 54 minutes and couldn't grab a second. So that was really disappointing. Um, Airdrie, though, all aboard the Airdrie train. Yep. Been really good for us this season. Yep. They landed both tips over 2.5 goals in the match against Peterhead. And they also scored two goals in the game as well to win 2-1. So that was really pleasing. And I think we'll hear more from Airdrie later in the podcast. Yeah, it's really encouraging to hear a, f- a fan of another club having a soft spot for Airdrie. I think that might be a first. Oh, Airdrie and Hibs. Airdrie and Hibs, yeah. Two clubs. <laughs> yeah, you're in real trouble with those St. Johnson fans. Anyway, yep, yeah, so 50% success rate last week. We've got one, two, three, four bets lined up for this yeah, week. Yeah, before we start, I'm really excited by this weekend's card. 
And I think when I phoned you P podcast, I could think you could tell the enthusiasm in my in my voice. I could. I thought you were still <laughs> drunk from Saturday night to you. No, honest. just really excited. Um it's one of those weekends. Some weekends you look at the card and go, mm, don't even really fancy that much. But this weekend picked out four really solid bets, I think. So fingers crossed. Well, fingers crossed, because Christmas is coming up and I think we could all do a wee bit of a lift. So let's get started. Now, the first game, I hope people are sitting down and they're listening to this, but it involves the bottom team in Scotland. It does indeed. So Elgin play Brecon. Now, Brecon are languishing 10th in Division 2, so the very bottom club in Scottish football. Um, but do not fear. So two weeks ago, Brecon looked dead and buried. Seven points from 14 games. They were likely going to be playing high-on league football next season. Prior to that two kind of game winning run they've gone on, they've lost their last six games. Can you call it a winning run if it's only two games? Oh yes, absolutely. Okay. Anything more than one's a winning run. <laughs> <laughs> uh, prior to that, they'd only won one in their one in twelve matches, so really, really struggling. They went to Stirling Albion, um, who themselves were actually in really good form. Went in one four two, which is a great result. Now they are um have you heard of Lewis McMinn? Uh, no. He is their famous goal-scoring goalkeeper. Oh, right, okay. Two weeks ago? Two weeks ago, yeah. So he scored um, from his penalty spot. Big punt down the field, bounced over the goalie's head. And I think that made it 3-2, possibly even 4-2 at the time. So they beat Stalin Albion 4-2. They've then had a visit from Cowden Beath, who are sitting third in the league, doing pretty well. I think we briefly spoke about them last week, but I think I managed to talk you out of backing Cowden Beef last week. Yeah, move on. You won't thank me for saying. <laughs> <laughs> and breaking 1-2-1. One, two, one. So, yeah. two so, really, really good results. So, have you heard of Ollie Hamilton? I have. Uh, I do know Ollie. He's from Perth and he scored both he? Of goals. Yeah, 18. Yeah, he scored both goals on Saturday, so really good to see him scoring. Um, that gives Breakin six points in the last two games. Always not lost. They're now only six points off fifth. So a couple of weeks ago, looking dead, dead and buried, you've now got five teams looking over their shoulder going, wait a minute, we're in for a fight now. Yeah. And there's five teams, six teams essentially involved in that kind of bottom half of that table battle to stay up. Yeah, so looking at the table, a win for Breakin and Saturday could take them up to the heady heights of eighth. Yeah, so just it's amazing. They've had a really, really poor season, Matt mm-hmm. Wilson's side, since he came in. And I think we spoke about Matt Wilson probably about a month ago yeah. saying that when he, since he's come in there's not been a real improvement in, in results um, if anything results got worse but it's amazing what six points can do for you yeah. at, this, at this stage of the season so really good their tails will be up uh, they're away to Elgin so Elgin are sitting in fifth uh, Gav Price doing a great job up at Elgin but at the moment on a bit of a sticky patch they are one less than seven mm-hmm. so three defeats and draws are really killing them to be fair yeah. Um, at home this season so far they've played quite a lot of cup games so this season so far they've played 27 matches and they've kept just six clean sheets so defensively not great and I think they're now just one clean sheet and nine at home um, they've already played breaking twice this season and they've lost both of them mm-hmm. they lost 2-1 at Glee Park I think back in September or August and they lost 5-4 in one of the cups, so either the League Cup or the, the Challenge Cup. I can't remember which one it was. But this goes to show two defeats against Beacon already. In terms of a betting angle, you look at the price of Beacon, 11-2 to, to win the match. 
against mm. a side that are winning seven. Yep, and only six points ahead of them. Yes, there's, there's not much in it, and I think Scottish League Two is a league where anyone can beat anyone. Yeah, we've seen that in the last few weeks, haven't we? Yeah, exactly. So I think looking at the markets, I'm not going to take the Brecon to win at nine to two. Eleven to two. Sorry, my, my mistake. Eleven to two. Sorry, yeah, which I think is massive. Yeah. Uh, given the form of both sides, momentum's definitely with Brecon. They've beaten them twice already this season so far. They are twelve to five to score two or more Brecon, which is also interesting. In terms of the goal market, they're only one to two to score. Now, for a team that's eleven to two to win the match. Yeah, you'd have hoped yeah. it was yeah, it'd be a little bit higher than that. So trying to find value, I have looked into the goal time market, and at the moment you're getting five to six on breaking to score before the seventieth minute, mm-hmm. which I think is definitely worth taking. Yeah, looking at it, I know this isn't a, a start that you go in for big time, but it's goal crazy this fixture. Now this stat goes back to. 2002, admittedly, but there's been 35 goals in the last seven meetings between the two teams. Whatever you want to read into that, I don't know. But obviously there's been a, a 5-4 already this season, a 2-1. Um, back in 2016, there was a 4-2 as well. And when you look at Breakin's games recently, there's been plenty of goals in those. So, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want to be taking 1-2 on Breakin to score, but certainly 5-6 for them to score before, you know, 20 minutes left then. I think that's a decent shout. And I think anything, especially with football, confidence is, is a massive thing. Yeah. So to go there off the back of two really good results against a team that are struggling in terms of one less than seven, uh, breaking will fancy their chances. So really, really like look at this one. Uh, and that's five to six with bet three six five, and that'll be Saturday's nap for a goal before seventy minutes. Okay, I like that one. It's a bit left field, but um, yeah, five to six looks looks reasonable on that one. All right, so next up we've got another drum team. Drum roll, that, please. Drum roll, please. <laughs> another team that's been on the C list this season, and you're giving them another chance. I, 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 I'm, I'm half giving them a chance. So, Partick Thistle are at home to Dundee. We could seriously two, fall, fall out about this. <laughs> two terrible clubs, two embarrassing clubs at the moment. Um, I'll, I'll probably put some more digs in there, but I won't. I come so, on, you're being, they're, <laughs> they're actually two good clubs. They're just finding times a bit tough at the moment. Well, how, how should... long's time? Forty years, fifty years. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> so Thistle are finally starting to find a bit of form at home. So I think since Ian McCall came in, um, it wasn't really that much of an uplift since he came in. I think really inconsistent. Their home form was shocking before he joined, and it didn't really get much better. Um, but they're starting to get back to basics. I think they've picked up seven points now from their last three home games, well, and that's. Won. Yeah, in all competition, yeah. So definitely doing much better. Um, Eight of the last nine at home have seen both teams score. But I guess what really interests me here is Partick Thistle have played 17 league games this season and they haven't kept a clean sheet. So cue the clean sheet on Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) You set that one up nicely. Uh, Yeah, that's an incredible stat. And look at the teams that have gone to Firhill this season and scored... Uh, even recently, Queen of the South, Arbroath, Morton, Aloha, uh, Inverness scored there on Saturday, obviously, but got beat 3-1. Dundee have got a really good attacking side, I think, still. Keane mm-hmm. uh, is a really good striker. Uh, Denny Johnson is really good as well. So Dundee are scoring goals, but like Patrick Thistle, they just can't defend. I think Dundee are one clean sheet in eight now. Yeah, it was a big win for them last weekend, uh, 4-3. 
Hope we did Fairland. Oh, I think we're four, four enough, I think. And I think yeah. they, they kind of hung on to get that win. And it was a win that Peaks really needed because they've been really inconsistent, Dundee. Since the Derby defeat um, to United what, last month, they've been very inconsistent, um, not picking up a great deal of points. And to, at the moment, they're sitting fifth, which is pathetic, really, given the squad they've got. Yeah. So I, th- I think the league's over. I think we all know United have won that league. So they're obviously pushing for that second... Uh, promotion spot in the playoffs yeah so again from a betting perspective here two sides who can't defend I'm liking the fact that Thistle are now starting to get run the results going especially at home they're scoring goals Dundee are still scoring goals but can't yeah. defend so for me quite a simple one over 2.5 goals pace 5 to 6 and that's with Skybet ok can't really pick any holes in that one to be honest and that looks pretty solid at 5 to 6 OK, next up is our old friends, Airdrie, again. What a side, what a side. They're almost as good as Hibs this season in terms of being profitable to back. So Airdrie, they're as proud last week as we said. They're currently joint top of the league with Wraith Rovers. And that defeat against Wraith Rovers is really the only blotch on their card over the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. I think they've now won seven of their last eight. Um, they've got two goal scorers in form. So Dale Carrick's got nine goals now. And Callum Gallagher, he's got six and seven now. He's also won nine goals for the season and he's been a great capture from Dumbarton in the summertime. Yeah, I can't remember if we discussed it on the podcast, but we, you had pointed out to me, about, I think it was McBookie, had said that Airdrie had been the most profitable team in Scotland since the start of the season. To yeah, State. that's right. And I think you got that correct. <laughs> yes, I guess correct. Well done. That's because I, I, was... I listened to the Gambler podcast. Ah, well done. well done. <laughs> I think it was Airdrie, Annan... Um, who was the other one? Oh, Airdrie, Annan, Dundee United, and somebody else. Montrose or someone like that, maybe? No. Uh, anyway. Anyway, but yeah, Airdrie are the most profitable team in Scotland to back for a, a, a flat stake all season. And that's that's the reason why they're sitting, obviously, joint top of League One. So yep. they've now scored 21 goals now in the last eight games, and they've scored two or more goals in seven of the last eight. And like I said, the only blotch was that narrow 1-0 defeat away to Wraith at Starks Park. So they're playing Clyde, um, who had a really good start to the season, but are, they're way off the boil now, and they're, they're starting to toil. One win in eight, no wins in four. I think they've only scored one goal in their last four. Um, obviously, we speak about David Goodwill being their main man, and he has yeah. been for a number of seasons now. Yeah, we were really keen on Clyde at the beginning of the season, and Goodwillie just seems to, seem to be their talisman, I suppose, but... It just seems to have the whole season just seems to have fell away from them. That's it what has. one one win in one win in eight, eight I think yeah. So really struggling. They're not scoring goals. They're playing obviously one of the best sides in the league, who are joint yeah. top of the league. So the bookies have got this all wrong. I really don't understand how they can place up Airdrie as big as thirteen to ten for this match. Mm-hmm. It's a massive price. I, I don't know, I'm trying to can I justify this here, but I, I guess it's a bit of a derby. Don't know if that comes into the bookies thinking at all, but yeah, it's hard to justify that price at this time of the week. Anyway, I'd imagine that is a price that's going to collapse before kickoff. Oh, definitely. Yeah, come Friday night, Saturday morning, people looking at league tables, Airdrie top, Clyde eighth, no one in eight. People will be ploughing into Airdrie come the weekend, so they'll, they'll, they'll probably go off odds again, odds on. Sorry. Yeah. I expect them to go off probably ten to eleven, maybe four to five. Like that, yeah. But for me, obviously, it's about goals. Lately, like if you to score two or more, 
something they've achieved, obviously, in seven of their last eight. Um, when you look at Clyde's last five home games, they've not won any, and they've conceded two goals against Montrose, Peterhead, um, fourth, I think they drew the fourth and 0-0 on Saturday, but Airdrie are better than those sides, and Airdrie scored two, looks a really good shout, at 11-10 with Bet365. Yeah, so you had said it was Airdrie scored two or more in seven of the last eight. Yeah, that's right, yep. You know, so we're back in a team that's that's banging goals in as well. So that price is what, 11 to 10? 11 to 10. And I think looking through the three bets we've discussed so far, can't you find any holes in them? Need a bit of luck in betting, but looking at these so far, um, this early in the week, they, they all look really strong. So I just need a bit of luck now, eh, come Saturday. Yeah. Just speaking about teams that you think the bookies have got wrong, you'd also mentioned to me about Falkirk, who are at Montrose, and you think they are just priced up too short at three to four. Is uh, well, three five. We often themselves. We often talk about best price on the podcast, but this is actually the worst price. I feel a bit insulted to be honest with you. I feel insulted. <laughs> it's embarrassing. So Falkirk, who who have had a horrible season, um, they're away to Montrose on Saturday. Now Montrose are two points behind them in the league, so two points behind them. Falkirk are away from home and Falkirk are 3-4 to four with Bet365, which is a shambolic. Falkirk are just a name at the moment. Yeah. Just a name. But, I mean, that happens quite a lot, you know, because you often see it are just pricing teams up based on reputation rather than actual forum. Yeah, definitely. There's, there's no form to go on. I think Falkirk have drawn their last two matches. Mm-hmm. And prior to that, I think they, they beat Auchinleck and they beat somebody at Holmstrand at home. So they don't have any real strong form coming into this match. Montrose, I think they won 4-0 last week at Clyde. So they're in decent shape as well, and they're only two points behind. Don't get me wrong, Falkirk are capable of winning that match, but I think 3-4 is insulting. Yeah, and Montrose have got a decent home record as well, so... They do, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely one not to be sucked into at the weekend, I think. Absolutely. (laughs) Before we move on to our final tip, um, there's a couple of big live games coming up in Scotland as well which you quite fancied bet builders on although these aren't tips it's just to kind of give people a heads up on the Hearts v Celtic game which is on Wednesday night and then what should be a crack at Easter Road between Hibs and Rangers Yeah so again two crucial games um, for the for the Glasgow clubs and to be fair crucial games for Hearts as well they kind of been sucked into a relegation fight and having watched Hearts up close and personal on Saturday Hearts are poor. It's, mm-hmm. it's the poorest Hearts side I can ever remember watching. Yeah, we kind of got stuck into them last weekend over their appointment and the early signs aren't good, are they? <laughs> no, it's not. Um, time will tell. Obviously, there's very little value in back in Celtic, but Tyne Castle, under the floodlights on a Wednesday night, um, usually a decent atmosphere at Tyne Castle. Yeah. I think looking at the markets you can back for this one, probably the best way to go to bet builder. And I've seen a couple of decent ones today. I think Hearts to get two bookings, Celtic to score two goals and throw in some corners as well. You, you can get even money. So have a look at the bet builders for that game, I think, especially yep. in the cards market. And the same advice for Friday night at Easter Road? Yeah, same for Friday night. Again, no value in backing Rangers. I think goals is a bit skinny as well. I think it's 8-15 to 15 for over 2.5 goals at Easter Road. Yeah. Um, obviously, we know about Hibs' goal-scoring form this season, but Rangers defensively, are pretty strong at the back, don't give much away. Mm-hmm. So yeah. probably a bit reluctant to back goals in that match. But again, bet otherwise, a couple of goals in the match, I expect bookings, and there's usually corners in uh, Hibs home games. So probably the best route to go. 
Yeah, the one downside is that Alfredo Morelos is missing the game, so that's one person less likely to get booked on Friday night, I suppose. Very frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just on the bet builders, one guy to keep an eye out on is Gary Dock on Twitter, um, who is always very keen to get his bet builders up on this on Twitter early and usually does pretty well with them. So give Gary a, a wee follow. He's at Gary Doc seven 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 if you're not already doing so. It's definitely worth a follow to see what he's got to say for for those two games. But any bet builders that you're interested in, he's usually quite a good one to get a steer on in terms of bookings and players to get booked as well. Usually pretty good on that stuff. Yeah, definitely. He does a lot of really good research, Gary. So yeah. when you see his bet builders, you'll often see even early in games, he's already got three green ticks yeah. on, on his line. Never far away. No, not at all. Okay, so our final tip for this week is delving into the lower leagues in England. Yeah, so back to a club that we backed probably three weeks ago now. And I'm a creature of habit. I like going back to clubs that I know that have done well for me in the past. So Ebbsfleet are at home to Woking. So just to kind of cast back, we backed Ebbsfleet goals last time out. I think, no, I think it was two home games ago against Hartlepool and they drew two all. So at the moment, Ebbsfleet's home games this season, 12 home games, 11 of those, of those games have went over 2.5 goals. There's been 44 goals scored in those games, 18 for, 26 against. They've got the worst defensive records in the National League and there's nobody's seen more goals at home in their matches than Ebbsfleet. Uh, 10 of those games also had seen both sides score. So really, really strong stats to start off with. Yep. And they're playing a walking side who are fourth in the league. Now, in reflection to Ebbsfleet, Ebbsfleet are 22nd, 18 points lower down the league than uh, than Woking are. So there's, there's a real quality gap here as well. Looking at Woking stats, six of their last seven games have seen over 2.5 goals. Nine of their 12 away games have seen both sides score. And I think four of the last five on the road have seen over 2.5 goals. So, again, for me, this early in the week, this should be one to two, maybe four to seven, especially looking at Ebbsfleet's record for for goals in home games. But you're getting just above four to five with Marathon Bet. Yeah, it's pretty decent odds. I think they're coming in at, what, 81 to 100 at Marathon 81 Bet? 81 to 100 with Marathon Bet, yeah. But all the stats would suggest that there should be goals in this. I think probably... Torquay are the only team that have scored more goals on the road than Woking. Yeah, that's right. This season. Um, and as you say, Woking are chasing a promotion place. They're not too far off the top. And obviously, Ebbsfleet's stats at home suggest that there's likely to be goals scored and conceded. So, yeah, it's a good spot this, this early in the week. And again, it might be one that the price isn't there. Come yeah, there's Saturday. quite a few sides in the National League that are worth looking at for goals. Yeah. Uh, I think Chesterfield's one of them. Um, Ebbsfleet are obviously another team also for goals so National League's not a bad league for looking at goals actually mm-hmm. keep, keep an eye out yep okay so that one is over two and a half goals at Ebbsfleet v Woking to finish up our tips for the week yep and if you want to include all four in a roll up it pays 12 to 1 okay that's a decent shout I know we tried the ACA last week but we're not advocating that this is an ACA but at 12 to 1, it might be worth a quid or two. Yeah, definitely, yeah. And just on the ACA front, another guy who we should probably give a shout out to is Jim Delahunt, who's been absolutely cane in the bookies in the last few weeks as well. Yeah, Jim's been on fire. I think I've seen him land now uh, at least three 
thirty to forty to one winners um, on his Saturday Akers over the last four or five weeks. He landed another one on Saturday. I think it was a thirty-five to one winner, which paid a bit extra if you got a booster for that. Um, so yeah, Jim's flying us now. Well done him. Yeah, so if you're looking for some Akers to follow at the weekend, then certainly give Jim a follow. I think his handle is at Jim Delahunt. Uh, on Twitter, so make sure you give Jim a wee follow as well. Okay, so can you recap what our bets are for this weekend then? Yeah, I'm very, very excited to see this. So <laughs> um, we've got Elgin v Breakin, and we're taking Breakin to score before the 70th minute at 5 to 6, and that's with bet 365, and that'll be Saturday's nap. We are taking over 2.5 goals in the Patrick This Will Be Dundee game, and that's 5 to 6 with Skybet. Um, we've got Clyde v Airdrie. And we're taking Airdrie to score two or more at 11 to 10 with Bet 365. And finally, moving into England, the English National League, we're taking over 2.5 goals at Ebbsfleet versus Woking. And that's 81 to 100 with Marathon Bet. Okay, and the fourfold on those four pays around the 12 to 1 mark, is that Bet 365? Yes, at the moment, yes. Okay, so that's worth keeping an eye out for. Excellent. So that's us for this week. Um, we will no doubt be recording a podcast ahead of the Boxing Day fixtures, which fall obviously on Thursday next week. So just keep an eye on uh, at Gambler Tips Twitter handle, and we'll keep you abreast of when we're likely to be doing that. Um, I'll be back on Friday, hopefully, with Voice of Value. Um, we're going to try and squeeze in a podcast, although with Christmas coming up, it's becoming harder and harder to can arrange times to sit down together so just keep an eye out for that um, and in the meantime hope you all have a, a profitable weekend hopefully we can serve up some winning tips on this edition of the podcast and make sure you get on the bets early if you are listening have a great weekend and thanks to Greg for your time again tonight Greg cheers thank you cheers